Hey, testing one, two, three. It's the 5280 Q podcast. Yo, you may know my voice. If not, you still may. Fuck yeah. You may not know my voice at all. Yo, anyway, so I'm 5280 Q coming from the Maha City of Denver, Colorado. And shit, if you have heard my voice, it's probably from the Homeboy Etiquette podcast I do with at the Quicksilvers with my boy Blake and my boy Reggie. Don't at me. You know, don't find him. Don't even try to. That's his slogan. So I'm going to let him use that shit later. Anyway, yo, first episode of the 5280 Q podcast. I'm definitely wishing I had some goddamn music in this month. Should play some jazz, but I'm worried about copyright infringement. Yo, shit. Welcome to the first episode. So right now, I'm doing this because, yo, my crew, Homeboy Etiquette, usually we end up doing a Homeboy Homeboy Etiquette podcast every Friday, but, you know, Reg has his thing with his family where, you know, you got to go visit family shit. Family's important. So he's out for the week, and we won't do it unless all three of us is there. So we started that project together. That's how we're going to continue doing the project. And shit, that's how we're going to end that project. Well, not end it. Hopefully, that shit continues on forever. It'll be like in a podcast Hall of Fame. Humble Yetiquette. Humbly started in no swing. Anyway, so it's the 5280 Q show where I shoot my shit. Well, not shoot my shot, but I talk my shit. Explain or review my weekend or come up with some ideas. Not come up with some ideas. Explain the ideas across my mind. So right now, you know, I'm just finding my voice and earn, start using it pretty much. Anyway, I had a great weekend this night. I went out with a lovely woman. We had a good time. You asked me what I had a good time. So if you're ever in Denver right now, you want to go to a place, you know, you don't want to go to like a too much of a hip hop place, but you don't also want to go to like the, the fucking techno spots, but you don't want to go on to go to the, the rock, punk rock spots. Maybe some place with a nice chill atmosphere where the lighting is just correct, where you may be meeting an older crowd, more business oriented crowd, people relaxing. So my spot I go to is uh, Pocalola downtown. It's right there on uh, the milk block not milk block oh it's called the dairy block now know anything about the dairy block it houses what uh the moo market we got the guy so the dairy market i mean the uh, fucking dairy block it used to be this old like farm like back in the day of Denver, way before my ass was born like shit, i'm born in 91 so that shit was there for a long time and, you know, they call it the dairy block due to that. Just in keep up the times and remember that old milk farm place like that. And I wonder what ever happened to that place. I want to I got to go buy some milk anyway. Almond milk. I love almond milk. I love almond milk. Man, it's good as fuck. So if anybody's ever out there, you want to send me a gift, send me some goddamn almond milk. Don't you send me the fucking almond milk. You send me goddamn beer, dog. I love beer and old vodka, too. So shout out to effing vodka. That's what I'm sipping on right now. Finally just got my happy ass back into the house, chilling in the house by myself. Well, besides my brother, he's chilling downstairs. Wait, we waiting to move out, going up to Brighton. I think Brighton's going to be a nice little area, a nice little small town, stuff like that. And then that way we get space, get separate rooms. So we're just here helping our family with stuff. And then, you know, shit, move to Brighton. Finally, Bachelorhood 2.0. It's already moved out the house once and then I came back, so. Yeah, life's a bitch. Well, not life's a bitch, but anyway, it's a Pocalola. We went out there, then we went out to Mile High Spirits. Shout out to Mile High Spirits. They're having a block party on October 13th. So if you're ever in the area, make sure you get you a nice little hotel room. I got a hostel right there next to Affiliates upstairs from that joint. If you ever know what Affiliates is, we'll get you a hotel. The block party on the 13th by Mile High Spirits. 
It's gonna be a fun night, and I'm gotta go buy my tickets, my VIP tickets, cause she I'm trying to go to the after party. It's the after party, y'all. Some shit. How the fuck those songs lyrics goes? Anyway, so me and my lady friend, we was talking about dope ass movies that we loved growing up, and like one of the dope ones was uh, you know, Juice. But my favorite, I'm gonna talk about since she ain't here. Then I talk about I wouldn't talk about this one. So if you ever hear this, don't man. I still enjoy Juice. So we talking about a uh, like paid in full. Paid in full, the story based off of Alpo's, a true story, you know, based on a true story ish. And then paid in full, you know, you got Ace, you got Mitch, and you got Rico. Rico shoots Mitch in the end, which is fucked up shit. You don't do that to your homeboys. That's not homeboy etiquette type shit. Anyway, my favorite part of the movie is the part where Ace is sitting there in the building, you know, he's dropping off some laundry and shit. All of a sudden, you know, this guy comes out and says, like, Hey, yo, yo, you're the dry cleaner guy, right? Yeah, yo, uh, can you take some clothes? Like, <laughs> Yo, yeah, I got you, dog. I take some clothes. So he goes in there. Dude's giving him the clothes and shit. He's like, oh, yeah, these pants, too. He takes all, all right, pants, whatever. I'm not going to say no fucking homo. It's 2018, goddammit. We, we're way past that shit. So he takes all his pants, gives him his pants, shit, just walking around the crib in his fucking boxes. That's weird. And he goes, all right, cool. So Ace drops off the clothes and everything. He's going through the pockets, he knows. And then all of a sudden, he finds, like, a rock of coke. Like, like, holy shit, like, this big-ass fucking rock. And he goes back to him drops off his stuff and he's like yo um yo was i was going through your laundry man i, I uh, yo i found this um pretty sure you want it back he's like lulu goes ah, i get more of that shit don't worry about that like dog anything you find in those pockets that's yours to keep now first off lulu was the man for that it's like anything you find in those pockets that's yours to keep so ace is walking around this big ass rock he's talking to mitch in the car it's like the drop top side of the door pop I was I gotta go. I, no, I gotta get back on my lyrics. Shit, I'm gonna pull up rap genius lyrics before I start this shit next time. So he pulls up. He's sitting in the night. Nah, pull up. He's sitting in the car with Mitch, and he's like, "Yo, just pulls out this big ass rock." It's like, "Yo, like, where the fuck you get this?" At? He's like, "Yo, man, this dude gave it to me." He's like, "Man, shit, that's coke, man. You gotta go to Calvin for that shit. Fuck you, Calvin." But then I kind of understand Calvin a little bit. You know, he used to be a top dog. And then this kid that you watched used to be all bummy and shit. He'd be like, yo, man, you need to get you in this game, dog. He goes away, gets locked up, come back in on the block, and you the man. Yeah, that dude's going to feel some type of way like that. He ain't used to just sitting back playing second fiddle. He's like that star point guard that gets injured and that rookie comes in or that sophomore, that backup point guard comes in and starts shining on that ass, you know. Start shining on that ass, and then when you get in the game, you get back, you off the injured list, but your ass is in the backup spot. You feeling some type of way, like, man, dude stole my spot. Hey, yo, first off, anybody ever play sports and some dude get your spot in me because he out-competed you or you was injured and he was producing the results the team wanted? Hey, yo, y'all can't play hate on that. You know what? We're going to talk about this shit on the Homeboy Etiquette podcast, too. So you can't be play hating like that, though. You got to be appreciative. You got to sit back and nod your head and just play your part and be in your lane. Anyway, so back to Lulu. Lulu, back to Ace. He like, yo, he goes in the building one day and he's like, yo, this is the building that Calvin's usually at. Calvin got popped from here, but he runs across his dude and he's like, yo. He's like, oh, yo, yo, you waiting for Cal? You filling in? It's like, yeah, 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 something like that. Like, how much you want? I'm going to, it's like, yo, what you got? He pulls out that big rock. He ain't even break it down, no vials, no, no uh, what's that shit called? He ain't divvy it out. I no, I'm gonna find that term. I'm drawing a brain freeze right now. Not a brain freeze, brain farts, whatever. And yo, then uh, it's like, damn, it's like that big ass rock for honey. He grabs that shit, you know, opens it, tastes it, like, 
like, this is way better than that shit Calvin be gotten. It's like, yo, you're going to be here every time? It's like, yeah, nah, dog, I'm, I'm going to build across the way. So that's a dope scene. So then he comes back to Lulu and he's like, yo, Lulu, all right, man, it worked out. I'm seeing how much money you can make from this. So, uh, yo, let me work with some shit. So Lulu talks on, breaks down the game. It's like, you can move this much, see what you can do. Like, here's the price of it. Here's my, I take my cut here and then the rest is yours. And he's like, all right, cool. So he starts doing this thing, put some people on in the game and shit. So, you know, Ace is doing this thing now and he gets, he quits his job since he's now the kingpin of Harlem. As the old man put it. But back to Lulu. So Lulu, yo, Ace goes in. Business is good, right? Business is dope. Ace walks in. He's like, hey, yo, Lulu. See the doors ajar. He's like, oh, yo, Lulu, baby, what's up? Walks in. Lulu's on the floor with his brains blowing out. Well, I don't know if his brains are blowing out, but Lulu's dead. Like, shot. Like, damn, dog. And then Ace's like, fuck. They shot Lulu. So, fuck it. Let me roam around the crib real quick. See if I got any, see anything in here. So, he finds the package. Like, a shit ton of product. Some diamonds in there, too. Some cash. And the smartest thing Ace did, yo, it definitely was a smart thing when he went to Lulu's people's, dropping stuff on the table. He's like, yo, this is Lulu's. Uh, he took me here once. I want, you know, you two did business. I want to do business with you now that Lulu's out the picture. And he's like, oh, shit, hold on. So he goes reaching to his pocket and bodyguards like whip out the gun. So first off, shout out to that bodyguard because that's how you fuck the bodyguard. You don't sit there and just let this dude pull anything out of his pocket. We pull out a fucking Jolly Rancher or some shit like you want some candy, little button sweat. So shout out to that bodyguard for being doing his bodyguard thing. Anyway, so Ace pulls out some diamonds and shit. And dude goes like, oh, shit, like, calm down. It's like, dog, just diamonds. Gets diamonds, dude. Dude's juggling them around in his hand. He goes, diamonds. That was Lulu's thing. That was, it's Lulu. So they make a deal out of that, and that's pretty dope. Shout out to that bodyguard. Shout out to the connect giving A that hookup. I mean, I don't. Couldn't me indulge or endorse fucking drug dealing, but I like the way that story, like the way that played out, it's like proper etiquette and shit. So back to Lulu. What I'm always wondering in is that movie is who the fuck, who, who shot Lulu? Yo, who? If anybody ever know that answer, as I'm about to type that shit in right now, who shot Lulu on? No, in not on. I'm not sure. We'll work on that later. Somebody got to be a grammar instructor out there. Hit me up at the5280q at gmail.com. T-H-E-5280q.com. Oh, at gmail.com. So, so and paid in full. Doing robbery. Lulu. Okay, so it's AZ fine. Not, not who played. Who shot Lulu? Fuck it. You know what? I'm going to have to play this YouTube clip. I'm going to get back to y'all on that question, find out who shot Lulu or that's fucked up. Lulu was a good dude. How you going to shoot the man and not rob him? That must, that's a, damn. I'm going to start the Reddit account so I can figure that shit out. Anyway, what else happened? I was walking down the street to this morning, took a lady, nice lady out to breakfast down at Snooze and Union Station. They got like three or four different locations, but the one that Oh, I didn't even go to Snooze. I went to someplace, Montel, something. All right, that's another thing. Nope, so find that out. The other restaurant I went to had this nice-ass sandwich called the Madame something. Madame. 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 I like that sound. Like, hey, what's up, man? Give me my damn. Anyway, 
Dog, and I'm walking by, and these kids goes, yeah, every year on the ground, his ex-boyfriend, some rapper guy got killed, killed or killed or died, and then some shit like that. It's like, you motherfuckers don't know who Mac Miller is? You don't know who Mac Mills is? Y'all don't know Larry Fisherman in this bitch? Like, dog, punk-ass kids. Shoot. They know who Mac Mill was. I mean, not Mac Mills. Mac, thinking of Meek Mills. Anyway, Mac Miller. So, R.P. to Mac Miller. Thank you for the dope-ass music that you have put out over the years that we all got to grow up to. We all got to learn from. Because that Fem, that Fem, Feme, Feme, I'm going to look at the proper pronunciation for that shit, too. Feme album is definitely one of my favorite albums. Nah, it's Good AM is definitely the favorite. Then Fem, because Fem was just dope as hell. I've been waiting all night for this moment. I've been waiting all night for this. Oh, yo, Ty Dolla Sign. Yo. Shout out to Ty Dolla Sign for being the, I guess, the new version. I mean, not new version, but like filling in that role Nate Dogg used to fill in when he, that's the dude that you went to for fucking hooks. Like, you went to, you needed somebody for hooks. Like, these days, you go to Ty Dolla Sign. Maybe you need a smash in your hand. You go to Miguel. Like, Miguel. Like that Skywalker joint was dope as fuck. That power trip with J. Cole. Oh man, some dope ass fucking music out here these days. I used to think I used to rap. I don't know everybody these days raps, but I don't know if anybody ever raps for the same reason. Like uh I remember when I was a kid coming up, when I was a teenager, I saw that at that Jay-Z fade to black DVD. I played that shit, watched that movie, then you know, the sold out Madison Square Garden. And then I actually got to go to his concert was earlier this year, 2018, when he came to Denver for the 444 tour. That shit was dope. And it was amazing that it's like the Jay-Z concert, like a Drake concert. I got to go to a Cole concert. He was out here. I didn't make it to that. I got to go to a Kendrick concert. I didn't make it to that. Dog, I didn't make it to a lot of shit, dog. Anyway. So the Drake contest, it's like pretty much this guy can just hold the mic out. The DJ throws on the beat of the band, the band start playing the song and the whole crowd just start rapping the lyrics for him. This is this, this how fucking big you are at this point, how dope you are at this. Or you can just sit there and just hold the mic out and the whole crowd just raps, sings the whole thing, bar for bar, note for nerd. I mean, nerd. Fuck. My pronunciation skills right now. So note for note. I think that's a really amazing thing. So, I mean, if you're an artist, I mean, what are you doing it for? You know, for the fun? Is the girls? Oh, shit. What was that? It's that Lupe joint. Is it cars? Is it clothes? Is it money? The world? Yeah, don't worry about this. I'm going to go get a vocal coach and I'm going to work on my singing. So that way it's not that bitter part when you're sitting there driving. And you hear that. He starts cringing. You close your eyes at the horror of the voice and he might cause a car crash. Uh, you know what? Let me knock on some goddamn wood. Let me knock on some wood. And I'm not liable for anything that happens in that case. Like that shit. What the police be seeing at the crime scene. All of a sudden, they play back the podcast and they start hearing me sing. It's like, well, we found the cause of the crash. Send out the warrant. I'm like, damn. Like, what you with here for, man? Horrible singing caused a car crash, dog. It was horrible. That suck ass. That's the reason why I'm in fucking prison. That's the reason why I go to prison. I'm like, dog, if I'm going to prison, at least give me like a one day out so I can go commit an actual crime. Let me at least rob a bank. Cause I haven't heard of a bank robbery in a long time. Like an actual bank robbery. Somebody walks in there with a mask. Everybody get on the floor. Get on the goddamn floor. Give me the money. Give me the money. Give me the money. 
Don't you put that little dye blow up shit in there? Is that shit even washable off? I mean, what like what happens when you put the dye packet in there? It blows up. It's all over the money. And then they get the money back. Do they sit there and just take their shit to the cleaners? Hey, yo, Mr. Wong, yo, uh, can you clean these hundreds for me? Yeah, we got you. Note to self, look up how to clean off dye packets for money. And if any agency, federal agency, legal agency, police, or law enforcement, whatever, listen to this, I'm not going to rob a goddamn bay. Except on Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto, shit's fun because no real world consequences. Just don't do that shit in real life. So people, don't rob banks in real life. It's a stupid idea. I wouldn't even say don't even do that shit digitally. It's like, you will. Shit. Mm. Anyway, so back to some music. It's a good song to see, man. So go to my Spotify playlist. So what's on my playlist is uh this Chris Stone Kingfish Ingram. If you ever seen Luke Cage season two, like is that big, that big dude, like big dude, like you, like but he got that like deep dark voice and he's singing the Thrillers Gone. He's playing that fucking guitar, yo. That dude is the shit. Yeah, that's one of my favorite songs recently. So I got that on my playlist. Ancient X with uh, Eric Bellinger featuring Miller J and Tink and like Miller J is releasing a new project every month EP. But my only problem with that is, you know, I can't listen to. Uh, I mean, it start all it starts blending in and it starts just it's sounding the same, maybe. Um, shit, but I still appreciate the good music. So I got to like space it out when I listen to a Miller J project that comes out since you drop one like every month. So I got to like space it out. Like pick the right songs that I like in there because I like going through whole albums and finding those cuts that aren't singles. I mean, if I like the single, I love the singles. The singles dope, dope like that. That shit's dope. Like uh, shit. Like from that Views album from Drake, uh, Western Road Flows. That's my favorite jam on that one. That cut is dope. Western Road. Ah, fuck. Now I forgot how I went. Brain freezing like a sh- motherfucker. But recently, new artist I discovered is uh, this dude named Smino, S-M-I-N-O. And it's the Black Swan song. How you spell that is B-O-K-S-W-N. So you ever need to listen to that? I mean, you need to listen to that shit. I like that, Jim. But I need to... Uh, damn, there's a lot of things I need to do. So I'm working with me here through this first podcast. As you know, it's that stumbling. It's that first one. It's your baby. You're a little bit nervous in this mud. So my goal here is to do this every day. Just try it every day. See what happens. Every day. And then, you know, after a while, I should be able to gain my ground, get my focus, and figure out what the hell I'm talking about or what kind of a show I want this to be. I want this damn show to be a show with some music. So, I mean, like some music playing in the background. So, let me find out my copyrights and shit for that. So, I can, or I got to go make it because I still got a drum machine too. So, shout out to Native Instruments for the machine machine. So, M A S C H I N E. I use that. I think I bought like bought it twice. I was thinking about going to pick up the machine micro three. So nice one, because I don't use a machine standalone. I always end up using my computer, too. So, yeah, I like using my computer, especially with my touchscreen. I'm just sitting there, just double tapping some shit. You take your two fingers, you spread it. You can select the whole area like that. Man, I'm about to get back on some, well, get, not get back. Just get on some shit. Just going to be a work in progress and just, I'm going to just document the series with it like that. And, uh, I mean... 
I was going to say if I'm open to criticism is a way to get better, but people going to get their criticisms anyway. So shit, that's what you, I mean, shit, that's how you get better. You got to take that shit on the chin, rock it and learn. Whatever. I don't even know how the metaphor ties into that. I'll work on it. But I should definitely stop doing that too with the drinking in the water. All right, but anyway, so it's the 5280Q. This is going to be the first podcast I put up. Right now, I'm only 20 minutes in, so 20 minutes. I got to do these things like 30 minutes a day, 30 minutes a day. So I got like 10, 9 minutes and 30 seconds worth of content to put in. Oh, man. There's like a bunch of things we can talk about in this game, man. I love life. I love life. I used to be angry. Like, okay, don't talk to my brother. He'll tell you I'm angry all the goddamn time. I'm like, I'm happy. I'm chilling. I'm accepting things just as they are. I mean, as they are, as they could be. I'm Learning not to think ahead too far, just think in the moment, just work at it like it takes a step at a time, step at a time. Keep doing that. And eventually, before you look back, you know, watch, you know, walk a thousand miles. There was a song like that. If I don't know, I've got the goddamn song, too. My brain is not there today. Work with me. here. I got eight minutes left. Let me stop fucking counting down. I got to enjoy this shit. I mean, because come on, man, somebody's bump, well, not bumping this, but somebody's listening to this, listening to my voice here. And I remember back in the school days, I had an English teacher and classmates said I had a good voice for presentations or some shit like that. I mean, I've been off my game. It's been a while since I've been standing in classes doing fucking projects. I mean, like poetry projects, you just write poems. I might get back. I'm going to get back on my poetry shit. I can say I get back. You know, I'm, you know what? I'll prove it eventually. You'll see the results. I mean, you won't. Prove anything until it's done anyway. So reminds me of this concept like do doing done did. Like you do something, you're doing it, you're done, you did it. Boom, son. I don't know. Maybe you should look at that or think about things that way. Yeah, like this, man. I'm trying this. I mean, I'm doing this now. I'm glad. Um shit, man. I'm sorry for a little bit cringe words. I mean, fuck this. I already apologized the goddamn last time. A few minutes ago. I ain't apologizing again. Shoot, you're gonna work through this, and this is gonna be dope in the future. So I'm dope. I like improvement. I can't I can't be at a stalemate for the rest of my time. I can't be sitting there doing the same moves and I'm getting blocked or something in basketball. So I gotta change up my habits, I gotta change up routines and stuff like that. You know, you gotta adapt and overcome. Adapt, overcome, and conquer some shit. I'm also going to try to not lean so heavily on curse words. I do that a lot. Get better at storytelling. So better at storytelling. Maybe less curse words. I said maybe. Maybe. Sometimes, you know, you got a good big vocabulary or something like that, but you don't want to sit there. Like if you ever seen, oh, shit, there we go. Yo, the house with the clock in its walls. You ever seen that movie? Well, of course not. It just came out this Friday with Jack Black, and I forgot everybody in it. Oh, Kate Blanchett. Kate, Kurt, Kate. I'm going to look that up, too. So, Kate Blanchett, 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 Blanchett. All right, whatever. House with the Clock in the Walls. I was looking at the reviews, and people's like, man, this movie's... Who the fuck is a professional critic? Like, that was a good... That was a nice, good movie, especially for children. That's like one of those good classic movies that Disney used to produce back in the day. What was that, uh... It says don't be afraid or don't go to sleep don't sleepy time the one with the imaginary friends that become the boogeyman and stuff like that and one the villain of the movie the boogeyman was just his girls 
an imaginary friend that she stopped believing in for some odd damn reason. It's like, kids, you got to grow up eventually. It's like, ah, what's growing up? I mean, what's really responsibility? What's being mature? I had a chick tell me she couldn't date me or she told a buddy of mine. She's like, I can't date Q because I have two kids and he's immature. And it's funny, I'm on like the, on this thing we call a mode. I'm on the next mode over. And I hear he comes back and tells me that. And, you know, he wasn't like just going back and forth, stuff like that. I just happened to run into him, talk to him. I was like, man, she looked good. And she's oh, yeah. She said, you know, she said she couldn't mess around with you because you immature. You know, she's on the other mode. She's kind of like with an earshot. And, and immediately I just yell, oh, what, what the fuck you mean I'm immature? She looks over at me. I was like, not you, him, but you too. Shit. And probably shit like that. I mean, shit, damn. I think maturity is overrated-ish. Maybe overrated. Mm. I mean, it depends on the context and the situation. You got to have some immaturity. and You got to be able to be joyful. I mean, you got to think, it, look at things like a child would and just be happy for the simplistic things because then you just overpromise yourself, underdeliver, and then you just make yourself goddamn depressed by doing that. So like, man, I'm gonna drop a Bentley truck, like a, a four hundred thousand dollar. Is there a four hundred thousand dollar Bentley out there? I don't know. Anyway, like, I'm gonna drop a four hundred thousand dollar Bentley, man. Tomorrow, tomorrow comes. You still on the fucking goddamn RTD? RTD is the regional transportation. It's the bus. It's a goddamn bus. We're here in Denver, here in Colorado. So anyway, you gonna be still on the bus, and at that point, you gonna be still depressed as hell, like that. I mean. Understand you get that like ambitious energy for that moment. It's like, yeah, 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 I'm, I'm motivated, son. Yeah, but now I think I'm kind of with uh, like George Carlin on that one when he's like, motivation's dumb. Motivation is stupid as shit. You don't need fucking motivation. You just need to do it. Just do it. Like Nike said, just do it. I'm, I'm going to look up how that slogan came up and I could tell that story. And I like that slogan. Just do it. It's just. It's like when you learn how to swim as a kid. It's like, oh, man, this water is nice. Cool. I don't know how to swim. And then somebody just pushes you in that goddamn water. And it's like, swim, motherfucker, swim. Like, I'm... Shoot, eventually, y'all don't want to die. So you start flapping. You start flapping your fucking wings and shit. You start trying to imitate a bird or something to stay afloat. And eventually, you get the hang of it. You start kicking it. You start learning as you adapt. As you're doing it and you're going along, so you're adapting, you're overcoming, and eventually you're just sitting in a doggy pattern. It's like, it's cool. Then your parents like, all right, come on, get out the water. It's like, nah, 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 nah. You kicked me in the pool, and now you want me to get out the water? You shouldn't have kicked me in the pool in the first place. It's like, fuck that. Come get me. It's like, I'm going to whoop your ass. Well, you're going to have to swim to whoop it. Shoot. I don't know. As a kid, I like, I like kind of like pushing those limits. Like, what the hell can I do? You can't do this. I'm like, all right, just push at it a little bit. Push at it. You know, you get your ass whooped, come back at it, push at it a little bit more, get your ass whooped. You keep doing it enough times at that point, it's just like, fuck it. Man. And then our behavior just becomes normalized. I think that's just my theory. And eventually, it's just accepted for what it is, what it is. I mean, shit, don't push me in the goddamn pool in order to teach me how to swim. Then I start loving swimming and I love the pool. And then you want me to get out the pool? What the hell's wrong with you? Make up your goddamn mind. Shoot. It's like, go outside. And then your kids don't want to come back out. Come back inside. It's like, come inside. Like, nah, 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 nah. Y'all adults wanted us out the house. We out the house. Now we having too much fun. Y'all want us to come in just because it got dark out, man. You better turn on the fucking, use a flashlight. 
or these days we use cell phones. I don't think kids are out these like in my neighborhood, I'm walking around, I'm driving home. I don't see kids out as late as much like back in my time. I remember being around the neighborhood, used to find kids everywhere. I mean, not kids, I mean, when we was kids and teenagers hanging out and yeah, everybody had a little separate crews in a neighborhood, stuff like that, you know, find. Yeah, we hung out all day and all night. We never wanted to go home. If we did, we went home to play PlayStation. I mean, so our parents had a choice between letting us sit in there and play that game all goddamn day or let us stay outside all goddamn night. Pick one. Damn confusing. Don't know what the hell you want. You're supposed to be the adult here. Then again, it's like adults don't even know what they're doing. It's just going along as a management. Like pretty much a job as an adult with a child. It's like, hey, make sure you don't die until 18 years. At least that's how it is in America. Or what it is with. Yeah, here it is in America. For some reason, America's like 18 years after they raised you. It's like 18 years old. Get out. Like, what? What, what, do you, what do you mean, get out? You didn't teach me any real life skills. Yeah, I did. Ta- taught you how to microwave, put on your clothes, shoes. I, you didn't teach me taxes. You didn't teach me financial. First off, if you have kids, teach your kids financial management. Somebody be like, well, you don't have kids. So how would you know? Like, how would I know? How would I know? Dog, I was a kid once. That's how I know. I had firsthand experience of being a goddamn kid and coming as an adult looking on the other side. It's like, yo. Teach kids financial management, teach them financial responsibilities, stuff like that, especially teach them how taxes work and fill out the income tax and the job application statement and the difference between a job and a career. Definitely the difference between a job and a career would be helpful as hell. So that way, you know, I mean, you got to have a focus. You got to have a focus or something in life, a goal, a passion or something like that or something to do in life as you progress through it and you live, you learn, you meet people. And shit, you try to figure out how to get through this shit. Hopefully, you live forever. But in the meantime, five seconds left to go. It's the 5280Q show. Thank you for listening to the first episode. I'll catch y'all later. Peace.